Welcome to the Kinda Okay Podcast, where we talk about things that aren't okay in hopes of making them feel more okay. I'm Sarah Crossley, creator of It's Kinda Okay Comics and the Grown Pain Zine, an independent publication made by women and non-binaries who create rad content. We're taking submissions for art, photography, articles, and interviewees for issue 7 of the zine, all about getting intimate. Visit the link in the description for more information and to support the podcast. We're talking about body love again in the third episode of this Friends and Fiends series. There's some self-love friendly artwork and comics up on at patreon.com slash kinda okay that go along with these lovely segments. (sighs) Bodies are weird. Or maybe that's where so many of our complexes come from, trying to pretend that they aren't. We spend so much time trying to be normal, or our version of it, that it becomes difficult to accept ourselves as we are. My jiggly belly is weird. My one-deformed toe is weird. My rogue nipple hairs are weird. My skateboarding-scarred knees are weird. My posture is weird a lot of the time. My freckles are weird. Weird and wonderful, though. Unique only to me. It doesn't always feel like home, but this body carries me. A vessel for my thoughts and feelings. A way for me to interact with the physical world. Even if it doesn't always cooperate, I'm grateful for it. It's the little things. The little gratitudes. The little victories that help build our love for our bodies. Rachel Smith is an illustrator in Victoria, Vancouver Island, who is creating awesome comics. You can find them at Art by Rachel S on Instagram. They're chatting here in a stream of consciousness kind of way about body love, and it resonates so strongly with me. I'm glad they're going to share their feels. You can find some artwork by Rachel in the sixth issue of The Girl in Pain Zine, in the centerfold on the topic of being strong. So Sarah asked me to contribute um, something about body love and positivity to this episode of the podcast and I'm really blessed to be a part of it and I didn't really know how to freestyle something so I wrote something and like most of the things I write it's like stream of consciousness poetry but um, here it is. Body love to me is my freedom. The freedom to run and play and create. Also the freedom to rest and to be sad and to feel. I just kind of feel the more I revert back to my inner child, the one who liked to draw and run around outside and find things in the forest and the dirt. When I played my Game Boy for hours and was satisfied by an afternoon in just watching a cartoon, the happier and truer I feel to myself. 
When I recharge like this, my thoughts towards my body just aren't as harsh and super focused. There are bigger things than our appearances. Our hobbies, our loves, our careers, and our minds. Our mental habits and tendencies, our worlds. I've also fallen into intuitive eating, which has helped me a lot with finding joy in food again. Eating what my body is telling me to eat and listening to my feelings. It just has actually done so much service for my body positivity. It's all about embracing who you are and finding your own balance. Trust me, it's taken years to get to a place where I can even look at junk food and not think about my thighs. But if I need a chocolate bar, I think maybe I need warmth or nutrients like iron or just a little comfort and that's okay with me. And if you're not there, that's also okay. Talking about these feelings and sharing them is one of the best things I've learned, whether that's online, anonymously, or to a loved one in your life. Sometimes you just feel defeated, and the last thing you want to do is try to exist in this body that we call home. When I feel like this, sometimes I just lay there in bed all day, and the triumphs that are that I ate a chunk of cheese instead of skipping a meal, or that I took a warm shower and then crawled back into bed. For me, small victories are just something to be applauded, a standing ovation. Then I know the meaning of a big day when it comes. Did you know you could get your very own personalized theme and drawing? For the next month of March, when new patrons sign up at patreon.com forward slash kinda okay, not only are you supporting the podcast, the creation of comics, the Grown Pain zine, but you're also getting access to tons of exclusive content and a cute-as-anything, one-of-a-kind digital doodle that's all yours to keep. Patrons can start at $1 a month, which is less change than you lose in your couch or at the bottom of your bag. Support the art you want to see and the podcast you want to hear by clicking the link in the description. body love is acceptance, and the other half is mustering the power to share that love out in the world. It has such a positive effect when we see people of all shapes and sizes truly loving themselves. Shannon Lee is a painter and an art teacher in Toronto, Ontario, who's been through a journey of learning to love her body and the space she takes up. She is a loud and powerful woman and six foot something plus the height of her heels. Like a phoenix from the ashes, this absolute queen rose from being a self-conscious teen to being a completely unapologetic adult and artist. So my journey with body image um, starts where most people start when you are kind of like a young kid. And I feel like young kids kind of get the raw end of the deal because we're never really told what's coming. (laughs) Like you start off as a kid and by and large, everybody thinks that you're cute and adorable and you're just running around like a little scamp. And then over the course of a couple months, puberty just happens to you. 
and suddenly your skin is all greasy, suddenly you start to like smell bad and then you break out, suddenly you can't eat like a ton of candy or junk food, which is all that kids want to eat pretty much. Um, so coming to terms with that and then never really having having like a good talk with my parents about it, I was just, I think I was given some books at the time, but apart from that, like the only other thing I had to go by was uh, media, like television and TV shows to kind of guide me for what was about to happen. And then I hit sort of teenager dumb and I'm in high school and feeling super self-conscious about my body as probably most of us were. I found that if you were on one side of things and you felt like you were gaining too much weight, you just wanted to be thinner or you wanted like parts of your body to be a different size or a different shape. Um, and I found that people that were too thin maybe wanted to look curvier and to everybody wanted like the opposite of what they had. If you had curly hair, you wanted straight. If you had straight hair, you wanted it curly. Um, and kind of coming to terms with that, I, I struggled a lot of high school with um, self-image and, uh, and eating disorders. And it was weird how it was kind of fostered among girls. Like, we, we talked about it and we talked about how it was hard, but nobody ever really talked about finding a solution to it. That kind of had to come on to us ourselves of our own volition. We had to sort of seek it out. Um, I, I didn't find until like the end of high school, I started to feel a little bit more comfortable in my own skin. Like I'm a person who is six feet tall and I decided to just start wearing high heels almost every single day in grade 12 of high school. So not only was I like six foot four at this point, but I was like clomping my way down the halls and it felt pretty awesome. Like despite the fact that I felt uncomfortable being like a little bit curvier, which looking back on it was not the case. Like I just wasn't comfortable with what I had. And I think you're hard pressed to find any teenager that's super comfortable and self-assured in what they had. But I had found this one thing that sort of like gave me this boost of confidence to feel like I was literally like a thousand feet tall. <laughs> um, so now I'm in my late 20s and I still struggle from time to time with the, the negative Feynman's voice, with the voice that tells me that um, my bum is too big or that my boobs look weird. And I can, I can kind of catch myself in those moments now where I can hear myself saying things that just aren't true or it's like this nasty little voice that's just criticizing me. The same voice that kind of was birthed in my early teenage years to be super self-critical and to be super negative and pick me apart. And I find that I have the strength now just to tell it to fuck off, which is I think what we need, especially because 
now instead of maturing into our bodies, we're, well, we are maturing into our bodies in a different way instead of reaching the sort of pinnacle of like, okay, you're an adult, you're going to be like, okay, now you are an older adult. And the aging process, I feel like, is going to be a whole other thing. And that's just something that we have to deal with throughout life is our body going through a myriad of changes. Um, I found that one of the biggest boosts to me feeling good about my body image is artists. Like, I know a lot of people say we need like solid representation in the media of bodies, whether it's like um, curvy women's bodies, bodies of color, queer bodies, trans bodies. I entirely agree. But one of my favorite things is seeing my body represented in art. And speaking as an artist, I can relate to it a bit more maybe, but the notion of art as putting something on a pedestal or like um, glorifying something in a way. To see your body glorified in this, this beautiful light is amazing. And I think that all bodies can do with that kind of treatment. I think like artists like, um, like of course like all the old masters like um, Rubens and like all these old, older painters that would like paint these like beautiful curvy women that would be like splashing around in a pond. Sure, I take it with a grain of salt because there's a certain level of uh, male gaze going on there. But I still enjoy seeing my kind of body, that kind of like Renaissance, like Michelangelo, no, maybe not Michelangelo, he didn't know. What he was talking about when it came to the female body. Ah, everybody was super muscular, even the babies. Um, but those old school kind of painters that did paint the female figure in all of its glory and all of its beauty. And I really dig that. And there's modern artists. My favorite one um, is an artist who's super, super cute, super like high femme. And she takes a lot of influence from like anime and very illustrative cartoon girl style. And it's called Bay Bad Girl or Bye, Bay Bye Bad Girl. Um, and my favorite thing that she includes in her characters is like a belly paunch. And you wouldn't think it would be that big of a deal, but her characters look so cute and so sexy. And they just have like a squishy little belly punch. And I just think that's the most adorable thing in the world. So I think you should definitely search out for what you want. And if you don't see it, like find a way of creating it. Thanks for listening to these stories from some truly weird and wonderful humans. There's one more Body Love episode coming next week, and it's a good one. Don't miss out on the new episodes by subscribing on Spotify, or better yet, doing that Patreon thing. Stay weird and wonderful. Until next time.